What's so? Why are you able to record earlier tonight? Well, unless you don't want to get into that. No, we're totally getting into this. I have good news. The good news is, is that I was off of work today. That's right. I was celebrating Mario Day because it's March 10th, which is uh, M A R for March and one zero for the I O. So yeah, happy Mario Day, everyone! I was celebrating Mario Day at home with my lovely wife, and not only that. It's this is this is the meat of the pseudo vacation sandwich because now I've discovered that I am off tomorrow as well. So for the first time, and I can't remember how long, I'm actually off for two days in a row, and the the office is fully staffed. So I'm not going to be getting any calls. It's it's just it's wonderful. This is amazing news. I am so happy. I'm so happy yes. for you. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Obviously, you want to do nothing, but have you also done anything? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> today fun. today we hung out. Like I got a lot of running around done, so that was good. But uh, yeah. the the real reason I was supposed to be off today is because we're we're getting the filter replaced on the HVAC. There's like a special filter that they have in there. This is all very boring, but I promise it'll be quick. There's a special filter that uh, our HVAC I don't care. has there, that. This is free. Y'all exactly. gonna complain? You know? Y'all gonna complain about this? What are you gonna do? Fuck off. We're not what applying. We're not applying for any you festivals. Get, you get this. Turn this off. Right. You turn this podcast off. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it. You're in it. You're in it now. You've already pushed Look play. It. There it is. So <laughs> welcome, welcome to HVAC Cast. I'm Matt Peters. Hello. This is HVAC. And I'm Cast. Lex All HVAC. All right. So we're gonna talk about um some HVACs today. Well, we got to get the NPR voice going. Yes. Yes. So. What does HVAC stand for? Heavy Vulcan Academy Chocolate. <laughs> That's what HVAC means. Honestly, awesome yeah. porn name for you. Awesome porn name. <laughs> Maybe not the best, you know, for the for my co-star to have to say every single time, but you know, I stick well, by. They just say HVAC. They That's just the yeah, point. yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from one end of the spectrum to the other so i want to i want to give a special shout out to uh my hvac repairman no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> i was like motherfucker <laughs> if you do that right now and we're not being paid for that <laughs> no 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 since you know <clears throat> since we rent i don't we don't really come out of pocket for anything thank goodness because the situation that we used to have was we were renting directly from uh the person that owned uh the condo that we were staying in uh through an agency so we had to deal with her every single time something went wrong with the place so initially she was dating a guy that still lived here but she lived in like new orleans so it was a definitely a long distance relationship that was bound to fail unfortunately so when they broke up we were without a repairman so every time something went wrong she'd be like well just find somebody to fix it and send me the bill and of course, every time we found somebody to fix it, we we would get somebody equitable. But Chicago prices aren't right. going to be the same as prices out in New Orleans. So, also like, yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, sticker oh. shock every single time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was it was a nightmare. So thankfully, we're not in that situation any longer. Um, so we had the guy come out, and apparently, the last repair guy that was here took a piece that he shouldn't have taken out of it. And so now they have to wait for that to be reordered again. But it's it's not for like the heating or cooling or anything. It's for the humidifier. 
feature on there. Okay. But since I have upper respiratory issues, I have to keep everything nice and balanced in our home. So, yeah. 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 I'm a prima donna. I was going to ask a question, but it's like, I'm like, oh, that's too heavy. All right. Never mind. No, that's cool. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm in a good mood right now. Let's get heavy. What's up? It's a Debbie Downer type of question, but I was going to ask you, are you really worried about this virus because you are vulnerable with respiratory issues? I mean, yeah, I am a little concerned about it, but not to the point of like mania or anything like that where I'm stockpiling and, you know, uh, holding up Uh, like this vacation isn't because I'm scared of oh i i knew that i knew that i know it's just like hmm i wonder if the if the listeners are like what's really going on is matt like freaking out about this no i'm fine um i'm a hypochondriac and i have been i've been pretty proud of myself i've been keeping it cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. listening to the facts and then i have a um a cousin who's a nurse in the nicu and so i i've chimed in with her once or twice and she's been like you know I'm more worried about the regular flu kind of thing. Yeah. And I get that too. Like I, I'm trying to keep that in perspective, um, you know, with, with folks that are w- one thing that really does kind of get under my skin a little bit about the whole situation is folks keep going, well, the flu is more deadly. And it's like, yeah, well we've dealt with the flu year after year after year. I get that, but it's important cool. to, to be aware. I'm not saying go crazy or anything, but be aware of what the facts are. Like you were just saying earlier, and keep that in mind, but you know, don't don't seal up your doors or anything. I've viewed that the flu kills more people argument as more of a you need to be paying attention to this thing that we have vaccines for, and yes. you're not vaccinating. Right, right. Or or you know, doing the proper um, hand cleaning all the time or whatever. Motherfucker, why don't people know how to wash their hands? That's, what the fuck? You know, we've... That's we've disturbing. So many, so many truths have been revealed in these past few months that we've been dealing with this. Like, people not knowing how to wash their hands. People still repping for the knucklehead in charge, even though he's saying the craziest shit that he's ever said. You know... I mean, mean, possibly. (laughs) I also think that, that, I mean, I could be wrong here, but I think that the crazy response that the world has is not like, I'm not saying it's his fault Mm -hmm. because that's ridiculous, but I think that because the world feels so unstable, baseline unstable, and has been for four fucking years, we, because the world feels so unstable, we are reacting in really like, animals freaking out before a storm kind of way absolutely everybody's been at high alert everybody's been believing these yeah Yeah. they've been on edge they've been believing these these (laughs) these just wild crazy things that have been coming out of this man's mouth so it's like if we're willing to suspend disbelief for so many of the things that he said and let so many things he's done slide then something like this it's like either the end of the world or this is another plot by the left to take down the evil regime that is Donald Trump, you know? And it's like, either way, that's, that's some, that's some wild shit, man. I just, you know, anyway, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Wash your fucking hands. Your fucking hands. Yes. And then clean your phone. That was a good point that my cousin made when I talked to her. Mm. Um, And you can look up procedure for your particular phone, what you can do to clean it. Um, There's a lot of articles right now about that. Yeah. Like if you have an iPhone, just boil it, you know? 
<laughs> now, if you've got um, an iPhone, you I think they said you can use hand sanitizer on it. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, get your phone up. That's Because that's the thing that we all, like, touch a lot and not necessarily washing our hands in between. So do that. Right. Wash right. your hands when you get home. You know, like, like immediately when you get in the house. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Build good habits. And then keep keep fucking doing it. Yeah. Teach your kids to do it. <laughs> I don't like understand. It's, it's difficult because, you know, people want to joke about it, of course, just to ease the tension a little bit. People want to, yeah. you know, just be, they, they want to let off some of that steam. So, of course, you know, sites like The Onion and, you know, other um, satire websites, they're posting things that are meant to be funny. Like, going around, I saw uh, an article stating, you know, to rinse your mouth out with bleach, which obviously, as a human being, who can understand a language you know that is not something you should do like right. ever but for some reason you know people are having to debunk this now i, I mean yeah if you're gonna do that then um it's already too late if I, you're gonna do that it's already too late Just we don't like, endorse anything we, but no absolutely not yeah. but if if you're dead set on doing that there's there's nothing we can do just like people who ride motorcycles without helmets there's nothing we can do for you i'm sorry Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. made a thing to prevent you from dying and you won't put on the thing for whatever reason i don't know what else to tell you yeah yeah i mean (laughs) we have a lot of that down here in florida Mm -hmm. not wearing Mm -hmm. the helmets because you don't have to yeah yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not wishing death upon anybody. No, it's, it's no, no, just, no. You're just like, why would you take that risk? Yeah, that, you know, when you can add that layer of protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even even taking it down a notch, you know, not being so edgy or whatever. You know, if if you go outside and the weather is cold and you don't have on, you know, the proper layers, you're gonna you're gonna catch cold, and there's nothing we can yeah. do to stop that from happening, outside of warn you to wear a sweater. Right. The weather's getting exactly. better, though. I'm so glad about that. It's really yeah. getting nice. <laughs> that's good for everything. Yeah. Like, all stuff we're talking about, that's good for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need you know, that. We need that warmer weather. And I'm, I'm usually one, I'm like, I need the winter as long as possible because it's Florida and it's not really even a winter. Right. This time, I'm like, no, you know what? We need summer to come in full force to kind of kill all this shit off. Absolutely. So. You know, the the flowers are starting to bloom a little bit. It's getting a little uh, less chilly here in Chicago. It's going to snow next Saturday. But, you know, aside from all that, it's really great. You know, as soon as it gets a little warm here, people start taking out the grill. You know, you just kind of smell it in the air. I miss uh, I miss visiting. I, I don't get to see them nearly as much as I'd like to, but my friends, Nina and Denise, they would always have, like, outside cookouts and stuff like that and um, put up a, a, a projector in their backyard and just have backyard like movie screenings and stuff like that as, mm-hmm. as long as the weather's a little nice they just love being out in the back and it's just always a good time with them because they're a good group of people you know mm-hmm. good folks good wholesome good folk. people yeah good folk. <laughs> <laughs> i guess we should be like, hey, this is Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, shit. Yeah, hey, guys, this is Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt Peters. 
And, and I'm like, and, and you know what? You guys are used to this by now. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully you've been listening for a little while now. We thank everybody who has been with us uh, since Jump and our new listeners, too. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to follow all of our shenanigans, of course, you can check us out on all the social media platforms. Uh, you can look us up on Instagram. That's where I believe we're active the most. And for that extra layer of flavor, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. You get bonus podcast episodes. We got a lot of stuff over there for you. Stickers. Um, just stuff that we don't share with the common people. Uh, entry into our cool member exclusive Facebook group. We treat you like royalty over at the Patreon. So come through. I mean, here we treat you like family. You know, we love you. But over I there. I will treat you like shit no matter what <laughs> platform you are on. <laughs> I this, am a withholding, cold <laughs> father figure. And this is why we got rejected from Megacon, everybody. This is this right here. This, this is it. Go fuck yourself, Megacon. You know what? Go fuck yourself, Megacon. They're not going to hear this anyway. Let me tell They're you about... listening. Let me tell you fuck about you, Megacon. Megacon. So, With you letting in your goddamn swords and shit. Fuck I, you. I debated about spilling tea on Megacon <laughs> ever since we applied. Because, like... First of all, we kind of want to go because the cast of The Office is going to be there. And, you know, since we're not doing uh, Shinerd Fest this year, we wanted to get in a live show and just keep the, the streak going. Um, so, I don't even think you're going to have it anymore, but continue. Yeah. These conventions are all getting canceled. But they are. in theory, if it were to happen and everything. Yeah. So we applied to Megacon uh, way back, I want to say... Uh, December of last year, maybe. Well, as soon as, as soon as the, uh, the applications went out, we applied. And already we're kind of dubious on MegaCon anyway, because we've both had weird experiences there. Um, now, of course, the good thing about MegaCon, it's where Lex and I met in person for the first time. So that was cool, you know? Yeah. But like you were saying, people just bring in just straight up sharp ass blades and they run- did not and real guns that weren't loaded didn't wasn't that a thing too or was it was, a cross though no it was it was real guns <laughs> that weren't ryan, loaded ryan of turtle soup um spotted because he 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 knows that stuff i wouldn't i'd be like wow that shit looks real but like yeah. i wouldn't know but he does and he was like what the fuck like that's messed up Right. Yeah, they had a I lot saw, of security issues. Oh, absolutely. Something I saw firsthand, too. They had guys who were uh, pretending to be uh, the, the, the Borderland uh, character. I can't think of his name. But the one that's always on the cover with, like, the, the hockey-looking yeah. mask and no shirt on. I don't play those games, so I don't know. Yeah, but these, these three guys running around like that, running around with, like, real knives, just going yeah. crazy, thinking it's, like, the funniest thing in the world, you know? It, it was not. And of course, yeah, Walking I had already Dead. put them on blast before yeah. um, by both writing about it and emailing them. I was mm-hmm. like, you guys are fucking ridiculous. Like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, but that was maybe a decade ago. No, no, it wasn't. No, not that long Jesus ago. Christ, no, no, but it was it's it's been over five years at least. So, yeah, I would say it was like six years ago. Yeah. So, so. with 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 cons improving. Um, you know, their policies about harassment and everything. We decided to go ahead and give Megacon another try 
this time mm-hmm. under, under the guise of applying to do a, a panel, uh, a, a live show, if you will. We would, uh, Lex and I would team up once again, uh, get D out there, uh, get the guys from Turtle Soup, you know, just, just really put on a great show for everybody. And this was um, what we wanted. This is what theory. we wanted to do. That would be the ideal thing. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we had such a great time doing the first live show and everybody seemed to have a good, uh, reaction to it. And, uh, yeah, it would have been fun. But the way, <laughs> the way Megacod, uh, has, has responded to us, even before the, the COVID-19 was even like a, a glimmer in, in President Trump's eye. Uh, <laughs> even before that, just applying to the show was a shit show. So, I applied, you know, they said, of course, you know, you have to wait a couple of months to get a response. I think it was like February or something. They were going to close submissions. So I got anxious. And a month later, I, I, I sent a kind email, you know, just saying, hey, uh, we're just really excited to come out. You know, we want to make sure we get our travel plans straightened out and everything. So if there's yeah. uh, any way we could know if we're involved or not, you know, that'd be great. If not, totally understandable. Uh, they came back politely. And just said, hey, um, we're not even looking at submissions yet until they close. So just, you know, stand by. So stood by. Submissions Mind you, it's, closed. it's in April, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, it's in April. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the submissions closed. Uh, I waited a week and I emailed again. I said, hey, you know, just following up. I know submissions are closed now. I understand you guys probably get a ton of stuff and you're busy putting together a great con. Um is, is there any way we could possibly know if we're going to be involved or not? Because once again, travel, stay, all that stuff. Like, oh, well, if you're in, we'll let you know. Not, we'll let you know by this time. Not, uh, we'll just send out just a, hey, thanks for applying, but not this time around. Nothing like that. No. <laughs> Which is so, insanity. A little bit, right? It is because the expense of travel and these hotels and everything like that. Like, what yeah. the fuck? You want to come out, but it's almost as if they assume you're just going to be around anyway. But, yeah. you know, and it was, it, it seemed like just a boilerplate answer. I'm not expecting special treatment. I'm expecting a human to talk to me like a human being. So, uh, professionalism? That. So, March 10th is today. Today is March 10th, yep. as I mentioned earlier. Their show is a little over a month away. They have yet to even post the official schedule on their website. Right. They've been announcing the guests and stuff like that, all the big celebrity guests, of course. Um, but nobody who applied knows if they're in or not at this point. Cause I've been asking around on Twitter and everything. And yeah, yeah nobody knows. <laughs> Absolute shit show. So at even this if point, they let us in at this point, fuck yeah. them. Right. I, there's there's no way at this point I can schedule the time, I can schedule the transportation and move things around. You know, I have to bet on sure things. And so if things are happening around Chicago that I can be involved in, right. I'm going to bet on that because I want to stay active. But, yeah, I I wish there was a there was a better alternative to how they're doing this now. There's got to be. Right. I mean. This yeah. is, a, this is mean, a how Read Pop handles their stuff. I, I don't know what what the difference there is, but whatever. I hope I'm not coming off like a prima donna. I really don't want to seem that way, especially because, you know, no. it, it, I just want to be 
I want to be involved in this. I want to. I think we're being a little bit bitchy by talking about yeah, it I on guess. the podcast. Yeah, but yeah. I don't yeah. care. Like, if you're not going to be professional, why should we we be professional in that I, sense? I want to be professional. I just want to like lay it all out for folks that are wondering because you oh, know we we tease I it will and everything. Be a bitch. I don't. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. This is our dynamic. This is how we work. Yes. We're naming this episode. Go fuck yourself, Megacon. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. This not, to, not to be confused with Optimus Prime's famous line, Go fuck yourself, Megatron. <laughs> oh, I didn't see those movies. Is that in it? <laughs> I, I, I believe you. I didn't see the fourth one, but after seeing the first three, if Optimus Prime said, Go fuck yourself, Mega, Megatron, I'd totally believe it. Yeah. Nothing's like, in, hard to pass. Right. No not case. after Marky Mark. I believe, I believe it all. Yeah. It's all true. That's how Solo says. But like, I wouldn't go if they were if they were saying, "Yeah, come on, like let's get." I'm like, "Fuck you guys! This is not professional." In my opinion. <laughs> oh, MegaCon. Well, yeah. I hope everybody who goes has a good time. I hope the uh, the talent that is there has a successful time. It's just not going to be a time that folks are going to see us. So, folks, I ask you now: if there is a podcast convention <laughs> or a um, a festival in your area that you'd like us to check out maybe come perform mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. let us know mm-hmm. we'll apply we love doing stuff like that we want to oh, come absolutely. and hang out we want to you know have some fun with you guys so let us know what would be a good fit uh, i would love to be part of shine nerd fest this year but we got a conflicting schedule so yeah uh, yeah it's okay yeah i mean yeah. it's it sucks but it's just, it is what it is kind of thing, you know? Yeah. It kind of brings me back to the shout-out I was going to give way earlier to John Craig, everybody. I want to give a shout-out to John Craig because John Craig, John Craig is punk rock. John Craig yeah. sticks he's, up. Well, he's technically ska, but okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> if we're getting technical, yes. <laughs> but John Craig is one of my favorite people because John Craig is just... He's great, man. He sticks up for for the little guy and everybody. And he's just, he's a lovable dude, you know? He is. I love John Craig. Yeah. He's he's always got a kind word. He did the the audio for our live show, which if you're doing like tech work, there is no show without tech work. That's right. Like that is, like we're nothing without someone there helping us run the whole freaking show. So, That's why it was important yeah. to me to like get everything lined up for him in a, in a convenient way because I know how hard he works yep. um, with acts who shall not be named uh, that come through last minute. And I'm like, I want to give him one less thing to worry about. But you know what? Even even for the prima donnas, even for the ones that have the last minute and you know don't do the tech run through, he still makes them look like superstars. And, yeah. You know, that's just his. I mean, he's just. A great dude. I don't know. I get tongue tied because I, I I have so many great things to say about him. But I just want to give him a shout out because we love him and we appreciate his support. And yeah, yeah he's a great friend great of person. the show. Friend of the show, John Craig. That's right. Honorary <laughs> adventurer mention. <laughs> All, All right. right. So speaking of adventurers, we've got yes. some some people writing in here. Do we? Yes, we do. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. So the first one is from Pauline. Uh, she was asking, have we seen the Amazon show Hunters? 
Yes. I have not seen it yet. You have but not I seen want... it yet. Wait, you just said yes. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying yes. I was repeating what you said, saying that you have not seen it yet. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list. I like the cast a lot. Yeah. I love Jordan Peele. And I like the concepts of Nazi hunters. It's a great show. I really enjoyed the first episode. It's an hour and a half long. Um, I, I mean, I wow. have heard some criticism of it though. Yeah. That, like not respectful hmm. or as respectful as it should be. I mean, it's, this it's isn't a history group though. So okay. take that with a grain of salt there and they can be assholes. Yeah, if you're coming to this for historical accuracy, you're going to be disappointed. But I don't think um, they were coming for. I think the argument was like not for historical accuracy so much as just like. I mean, when you're talking about anything related to the Holocaust, everyone's going to be like, "No, you can't do that," or "You can do this," or you, can, you know, like. I'm sure there was criticism against Tarantino when mm-hmm. he did *Inglorious Bastards*, which was like, I mean, essentially was uh what's the word i'm looking for fanfic Fan, fanfic yeah. yeah was like was like jews murdering hitler fanfic like right. and i'm and i mean that in a good way like that was what was great about those parts of that movie yeah where it was yeah. like oh shit like what if it did go down like this man um so you yeah know, it's on the list i haven't seen it yet though it's kind of great to see uh al pacino act again because He's not just Al Pacino in this movie. He's playing a, a Jewish Nazi hunter, and it's kind of cool. And you know what's what? What I really enjoyed about it, um, the cast is amazing, but it's almost got like a, a, a pseudo Batman vibe to it because yeah. he's an eccentric billionaire, you know, <laughs> and he takes on a young ward to train him in his ways. So oh, the whole cool. the whole first episode feels like you know, the old school Batman uh, TV show, especially because of the time period that it happens in. And, uh, yeah. yeah I, it's in the seventies, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I really did like it. My only complaint about the first one is it was, it felt a little long, like the point they were trying to get across. I could have done in like an hour, but other yeah. than that, yeah, I, I recommend it. It's, it's pretty good. I got to check out the rest of it, but first episode tracks, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. I think that's a problem with, a, a, a few of these streaming shows that I've encountered, yeah, they have time. Uh, they don't have the constraints <laughs> of a network, yeah, and that can that can be a really great thing, but it's a double edged sword. Like it can be terrible for them too. Sometimes the constraints of a good example of this, and we've talked about this before, and some people may agree, disagree, whatever. I think that David Lynch. <laughs> is and we'll, we will transition into david lynch in a few minutes but yes i think david lynch is better with the constraints of network television hmm. sorry i just do like based off of what i've seen of his work um present versus past um yeah yeah i mean you can say that, that with a with a lot of creators you know just because before they're a name before David Lynch was like David Lynch, he had constraints. He had the networks to appease. He had the censors to appease. He had to um, stick not to the formula, but adhere to storytelling, um, to, to the storytelling of the time, uh, just enough so people could follow along. 
but again, we'll get we'll get back to that. Right. <laughs> because we will definitely get back to that tonight. Yes. So that uh, I so I haven't seen it yet. Um I I I've seen some shows though that have that issue where it's like, "Oh my god. This is like never ending." Or you're not you're not doing a full episode like yeah. a proper episode that's like beginning middle and end you're doing it with the intention of people watching every episode back to back yeah and that's not necessarily the best way to go about things for every show mm-hmm. for some it is it, it's it, it just all depends on the show that you're creating <laughs> um so yeah i i understand that like some of them are just rough in that way yeah yeah but i still want to see it and i still um, you know, looking. For, I was looking forward to it, but I just haven't had time to watch it. Right. I mean, it's, it's anything. Every production team, every every creator and showrunner. Um, you know, it 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 takes time to find that groove. You know, of what right. the audience is willing to accept. You know, uh, a, a lot of people try to take chances and and you know put out shorter episodes. Even sometimes, like you you get hour long procedurals and. You know, sometimes like you're watching a Netflix show and it'll be like a half hour. Like, what happened to the rest of it? What is this? You know, mm-hmm. like, did I miss something? Is there a glitch? No, it just that's all they had this time around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, HBO's guilty of that too. Like, right? You know, they'll they'll add like an extra ten minutes, twenty minutes to something, and it's like, why? Like when Game of Thrones was big, they were always like, oh, there's an extra ten minutes tonight. It's like, okay, I don't know why, but sure. That's fine. Yeah. Usually it's not necessary. Usually it's not. But, you know, I guess it's just another gimmick to sell whatever it is they're selling. Right. Right. That's fine. The only time that that Game of Thrones where it was necessary was when they had the battle episodes. And you were like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, (laughs) this this actually needed that 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But other than that, yeah. Um, Gabby chimed in and just said, I want Matt Peters to know he is awesome. Oh. Well, Gabby, you're awesome too. Thank you so much for saying that. Uh, I, I got some folks, not only <laughs> through, through comments, but just talking to me last week because last week's episode, I was a little down on just myself. And I want to thank folks for taking time to, you know, try to pick me up and just really uplift me. And I, I feel it and I appreciate it. And in the interim, I have spent time um, with with D, of course. D being the primary person who always makes me feel like a million bucks, of course, and that's why I married her. Because who doesn't want that on a daily basis, right? Uh, <laughs> and that's that's why I brought up John Craig as well, um, and of course Willie and Candace, um, all on the on the Shine Nerd Fest team. I hung out with them last night. We were looking at submissions mm-hmm. uh, for this year's festival. And of course, they lamented the fact that you won't be in town this year, and they said to tell you hello. Um, Hi. <laughs> but yeah, like they just really make me feel loved and welcome. And my my CNSC family, of course, you know, they always lift me up, especially as we're talking about what to do about our Pi Day uh, mm-hmm. celebration coming up this Saturday. Like, oh, yeah. are super anxious about it because you know it's also the big weekend for. Um, uh, what's call it? Uh, the 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 Irish Day? No, St. for St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day. <laughs> parades. So Dublin's canceled theirs. Uh, Boston has canceled theirs. Chicago yeah. has not. 
So we're kind of playing it by ear to see what's going on there. I think they will. It um, seems like they have to, right? Yeah. I mean, just to put the, 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 the people at ease. But yeah. I'm getting off topic. Thanks, everybody, for all the love. I, I'm doing okay. And, you know, everybody goes through rough patches. But Yeah, I've had is, them on this show. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> None of you all sent me love. Fuck you. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, um, I like that we can talk about it yeah. on the show. I appreciate that because at some point, even if they're not experiencing it now, someone might have that point in the future and it might help them to hear it. Yeah, same. I really hope that what we do uplifts people as well because, you know, other, if it's not, then we're just talking for no reason. So, you know, thank you guys for checking on me and (laughs) I feel the love and I love you back and uh, I'll, I'll, keep being honest with myself and with all of you. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I I mean, this is just based off of my outside looking in kind of thing. I think that maybe you weren't aware of, or weren't allowing yourself to be aware of how bad it was. You're right. Until you were saying it out loud in a public way. And then people started going, what? (laughs) <laughs> like, I've done that to you, but we've talked about that and I, and it's, it wasn't, it wasn't getting through. I'm sure D has talked to you about it and it wasn't quite getting through. It was about you almost accepting it. Yeah. Um, right. and that's, you know, it doesn't fix everything, but at least acknowledges it. Like you can, you can acknowledge pain. Um, it doesn't make pain go away, but by acknowledging it, like you're taking a step toward hopefully resolving some of it at least i agree it was a an interesting vibe after the show last week i I just kind of like got quiet and really just thought about a lot of things and uh you know just tried to figure out like what should i do how do i get out of this there's no answer of course there's no real like immediate answer but like you said just even acknowledging that and considering like okay something's got to Something's got to improve here. <laughs> yeah. Something's got to get, you know, it's, it's like the end of an episode of Columbo where they're just laying out all the clues that you've seen throughout the episode. Like this, 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 and this all adds up to this. This is what's really going on. And it's like, okay. Yeah. So, you know, not only, not only just, uh, you know, trying to change something tangible, but just changing my outlook on things too. You know, just trying to accept the fact that, all right, yeah, these are things that I can't control. And I have to accept that I can't control them. But I can control things in my immediate vicinity to counteract how I react to certain aspects of my life. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Right. Where you can gain some control of certain things and then... Yeah, like when when I get anxious about... (laughs) <laughs> I'm being careful with my words now. Uh, so when I get anxious about things that maybe other people are doing or feeling or yeah. whatever, I I try I literally try to stop myself and go, I can only control how I feel, how I react, what I do, what I say, what you know, all of those things. And it's it's literally become like a very important mantra to me, especially in the past couple of years 
as I've been trying to become more emotionally healthy and all that. So, you know, I think it's that. Like, I think it's the, you can only control how you deal with these things, like how you react to them, how you interpret them, how you feel. You feel what you feel. Yeah. That's, that's an important thing to accept is that you have all of the feelings that you have um, and you don't have to bear, like you can feel all of them. You don't have to bury them, hmm. but just because you are feeling them does not mean it's going to change the circumstances around you. Burying them though can drastically change the circumstances around you because it can make you really, really fucked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a delicate balance between just pushing it down and trying to forget about it. And, just being obsessed with it. You know, right. you don't want to do either of those. Those are, yeah, drastically different, delicate balance. You got to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Brie kind of got onto me this weekend about like, she's like, I think you're being a little bit obsessive about a certain situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. She didn't use the word obsessive, but she's like, you just kind of need to stop because I'm worried about you. And I've been introspective about that, both in the moment and since. And I was like, you know, she's fucking right. Like, and I was kind of like, how dare you see me so clearly so early? Um, but for real, like, I was kind of like, oh, shit, she's right. Okay. So I've been working on that. Like, and I, you know, um, when someone you love tells you, you're doing a thing that's not necessarily healthy or whatever. You like you really have to stop and look at yourself in those moments because that's she didn't say it in a like like this is bad for you and like bad for us and like you know well she said it was bad for you in that way, but she it wasn't like a this is a problem with us way. It was just like a I'm worried about you. Yeah. Kind of moment. And I was like, God damn. Okay. Like, I hear you. Like, I, I definitely hear this. Yeah. Uh, so I've been trying to fully embrace her perspective on that situation and uh, be healthier about how I handle things. That's Which is good. mainly like, sometimes shit is not my business. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> And I don't understand how to not do that because I'm such a, like, take care of everyone, be a certain way, like, be the annoying, like, Superman person that's like, I'm the morally upstanding one. And it's like, sometimes people don't like that. Mm. And it doesn't mean that I have to change who I am, but I have to, I have to fucking chill about imposing it necessarily if that makes sense that's another delicate balance right there because you want to be there for people but you don't want to impose your viewpoint on and, I, and i have i've i have realized now that i do not know how to do that okay okay well that's, i have to learn that's the first that. step i mean right. you know that sounds very trite but i mean it's no. it, it it really is yeah just acknowledging that about yourself and not being combative when someone tells you or you know tries to help you see that like all right you know this is something that 
folks don't really react well to. Um, and if you do want to be a positive force in people's life, part of that is discovering how best to uh, influence that positivity uh, to tailor that for each individual person and not just like a broad stroke of, yes, this is the answer every single time. And this is what needs to happen because well, I know, you know, that's what's interesting to me. And this is what I've historically found to be true in my case yeah. is that people admire it. They're like, mm-hmm. I admire the way that you have X, Y beliefs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, there's a certainty. If in it. you, but then if you continue to show them, they won't like it. <laughs> That's what I've found to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this about you until I don't. Because, yeah, when when confronted with it for their own situation, then it becomes a thing. Yeah. Then it's like, Pretty well, much. what about me? What? But I'm different, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm the exception. I'm the exception. You should change your belief structure for me in this certain situation. Which... <laughs> Or Sometimes, you know, not even uh, not even that. It's not even that. It's just, oh, you like that I'm this person. Like, let's say morality. Like, I'm the the fucking Boy Scout person, mm-hmm. and you say that you like that thing, and you're a fan of that, and you admire that, whatever the thing may be, and then that is who I am, and then it comes out in your situation, and I express it. <laughs> And then you don't like it you know, because it's being directed at you. It's it's one of the reasons why I think that. Fuck! I should not be like getting it. This, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was. No, I, no, I'm, no. I'm, it's okay. It just feels too like. It, it's okay. It's it's like the stuff you're talking about last weekend. It's it's questioning. Um, I I think it's just being introspective and like, okay, what's what's going on? Like, what's going on with your mentality? Yeah. Why are you? you know, this way. Well, some of it is, I just want to be this way. Some of it is, I'm just like a rules person, a black and white world kind of person, right and wrong kind of person. And then some of it is like, just bullshit. Like, really, it's like bullshit that I can let go. I think realistically, if I work hard enough, everybody's got a little bullshit mixed in. I mean, that's just human nature, you know, I think that I feel like my – I think that I feel like it's very difficult to be who I am in our culture. Okay. Hmm. Well, I do think that we have a, like, no judgment culture type of thing. And I don't disagree with that. Like, I don't disagree with the, like, don't judge, because we need to get away from that puritanical, like, bullshit that really hurts people. But I also think that when we're doing that, we're stripping away some goodness along with it. Like, the sense of right and wrong and and things like that. Like, I I think that it's a part of the process of questioning the old ideas of right and wrong. But Hmm. there are some old ideas of right and wrong that are actually so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. In everything, I believe that conversation is important. Yes. And just having that, that staunch belief system without discussing it, 
I think that's where the problems begin to occur because yes. if you, if you approach someone with a genuine desire to learn from them and to grow from that encounter, then you're on the right path. Well, I think I've talked about this on the show. I know I've talked about it with my friends, but one thing I've really been embracing is being wrong. Hmm. Moments where I'm wrong and and looking at those moments and go, this is wonderful because I'm learning something. You know and what I'm I gl- love? I love being wrong in a situation where you can talk to people and not have to worry about any type of, I don't know how to, how to really phrase shame? it. Shame. Uh, shame. Yeah. We'll yeah. go with shame. Because, Shame's, because Shame's I think good. that when you're, I think that the initial instinct that we have, if you're a stubborn person, if you're wrong, you feel shame. You feel that heat in your face. You feel that like I was wrong. Yeah. Cause you and see all the motivational I, posts you saying you don't want to admit it. You don't want to do this and that. Like, yeah. and, and I'm saying one thing I've been trying to do is turn into it and go, Oh shit, I'm wrong. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Explain to me, not in a condescending way, but I'm like, seriously, tell me. Like, tell me all of these reasons why. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, like, I'm trying to navigate doing this without losing who I am. And I think that's the delicate balance of it. Well, the person you are is always growing, always changing. And yes. Fucking sound like LeVar Burton right now, but you get what I'm saying. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. The person who you were when we started this show is not the person who I'm talking to right now, and that's a great thing. This not because true. that person was terrible, because that person was fucking awesome. But this person now that I'm speaking to is growth and yeah. even more fucking awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just that like. Anyway, I've been very introspective. <laughs> that's 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 an update on me. That's See, an update. This, on this Lex. is uh, <laughs> Lex. You know, my my life. I'm just dealing with all of midterms and all of the insanity of that. And I'm working on my. I'm still working on my book. I'm writing all of that. And then when I'm not doing those things, I'm like, am I a bad person? Well, you kind of clued us into that last week. Not the bad person thing. No, you're not a bad person. But you clued us into the whole introspective thing because you opened Pandora's box by editing your book once more. Yeah. And you were saying that that was really making you like relive something. So this seems like yes. a natural progression yeah. of where you were last week. So this is this is story continuity. This is good. You're this like, is what you want to see. Th- this is where I go like, oh my God, am I trying to save a new <laughs> version of a person that I knew who fell? Like like you're I mean, just just the fucking therapy of of it all is annoying as fuck. <laughs> um it's not like and, and when I say all of this like it's all healthy introspection and everything like that. Like I'm not having problems with, you know, relationships or anything like that. It's just a like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Like, I guess I have to question this stuff. I have to deal with this. I have had a couple of moments though where I've had to check in and be like, am I a bad person? Right. By standards of, like I was saying, I don't fit. Like I, I feel like an outcast sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I and and it's am I like 
it makes me go, am I a bad person because I'm not being flexible enough? Oh, I see. I see. You know, right, because there's there's more than one way to... eat Reese's. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's more than one way to be um, problematic, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, totally. Because yeah, there's there's the like I'm not I'm not out here being like you know appropriating black culture or or doing those like traditionally problematic things. But am I doing other problematic things? There is there there is overcorrection. That's definitely a thing, and that's something that I've had to come to terms with recently as well. Because yeah, there are folks out there who just say some batshit crazy things. But right. you know, obviously. The, the conversations that take place on social media are not going to change anyone's mind. One, because you only have a certain amount of characters to use to make a, a, a compelling argument. You know, attention spans are shorter than ever. I'm saying all the things that folks regurgitate all the time in regards to why social media is bad, but hear me out. It's, it's a thing where, okay. You well, don't your know voice s- is better, so keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know whether or not people are there to troll. And if somebody's yeah. trolling you, the only thing that's happening is you're getting yourself worked up and you're, as they say, wasting calories on bullshit conversations that don't really matter. Right. So you have to think about the venue. You have to think about your target demo. You got to think about the venue. You got to think about the, the toll that it's taking on you. What, what about the, uh, the amount of, of, of just are you are you putting yourself outside of your comfort zone uh, yeah. by having I, these arguments with people? You know, I will say that I think that Chris and I, well, the pastor, you know, fuck it, Chris. Hey, um, that guy. <laughs> hey the pastor revealed. Oh, um, I think that one thing that I have noticed with both Chris and I is that because of circumstances in our childhood, I think that we have overcorrected in a big way. With how we hmm. view certain things in life sure. on a morality scale. I mean, he's a pastor. Like, yeah. he literally, like, he went in, in, <laughs> in the most devout direction. Right. Um, and I'm not, like, very religious in that sense, sense, but I am a very morally, like, I, be, like, morally upright, you know, take care of people, spiritual, but, like, not in a, like, eh, I'm not religiously tied really to anything. Um, I like exploring different religions. I've talked about that on the show before. Yeah. But, um, you know, but like take care of people, do these things. This is right. This is wrong. And I think that a lot of this is just, it's what I, what I have realized is that a lot of my, my personality has been a direct like whiplash effect of, of childhood circumstances and as like also being raised by a very good person with my father. Like he is a morally upstanding person. So I have that naturally built in. And he also has said to me numerous times that when I was little, I just had a sense of this is what you do. This is what you don't use. Like I used to get in trouble for getting in fights because someone was bullying or something like that. Like I was that kid. Like I was the little Steve Rogers kid of like you know getting kicked around and then well that's what you do because i don't like bullies like i was i was that way from a very young age man you know that (laughs) like you like you said earlier outside looking in 
I miss being that sure about things. You know, I yeah. miss knowing like, yes, you are on the right side of this and you need to make sure that justice is done. Like that's, oh, I think that's, that's the that appeal is- of like comics and heroes, superheroes in general, just like, yeah. That's no why way. I love Superman. The thing that everyone hates about Superman is the thing that I love the most about Superman. And yeah. I Superman is almost like that Christ-like figure for me. Like I, mm. I'm not saying like a, you know, I'm worshiping like I'm just saying like that that's why I aspire to that. That's why I mean, that all, symbol means something to me. It all it's ties not together. Just strong. Actually the best part about Superman to me is the morality of Superman. That's a great that's a great take. And it does tie together because yeah, w- without any type of spirituality without any type of like religion where, you know, like this is the guy, this is the being, this is the mindset that I, you know, subscribe Mm -hmm. to. This is it. Then it's like now that onus is kind of put on you and it's up to you to make your own rule book. And it's like, well, fuck, I don't have the uh, qualifications to write this rule book, but here I am playing it by ear. So yeah, I totally get you. I totally get you with that analogy. Yeah, yeah. So it's just um it's 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 just interesting to to think about things on that level. Yeah. Um and I'm all like we've talked about on the podcast. I'm always introspective about one thing or another. Like I'm I'm always in my head. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes Bree will just like be watching me and I'll be like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm just <laughs> watching you work through whatever you're working through right now." That's kind of great. Watching you do whatever you do right now. <laughs> and it's not in a she's just smart like I look over and she's just grinning just yeah. watching me think um because that that and and sometimes she's like okay what is it <laughs> like what's wrong and I'm like mm, uh, well and sometimes she thinks something's wrong but I'm like I'm just writing this part of the story in my head and she's like okay <laughs> keep going yeah yeah um it's like she pointed out how much I pause when I speak hmm Okay. Um, I was not aware of this <laughs> and I was talking to my dad and I said, so Brie pointed out that I pause a lot when I speak and she's like, no, 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 I like it. Cause it's like, you're thinking over every word to make sure you're saying the right thing or whatever. Like it's very self-aware or whatever. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing this. And now I can't, can't help but hear it. God damn it. I'm sorry guys. I gave it to all of you. You're going to hear it now if you didn't notice it before, but yeah, so it's just a weird, we were, we had a whole show that we were, we had planned out and this is what we're talking about. This is it. This is it guys. You know, the thing, this is the reason you come here. We'll just keep the notes for next week. Um, here in the end times, this is what, this is what we talk about instead of TV shows. (laughs) But I just, so I do think about those a lot, like these things a lot where I'm like, do I, you know, am I am I doing this right? Am I doing the right thing for, you know, my relationship or my friendship or my, um, you know, like if it's like my relationship with my brother or my father, or what, like all of these things. I'm like, am I I'm always going, am I fucking up? Hmm. OK. Am I doing the wrong thing? Am I? handling this wrong and you know i'm I'm just always in that space unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> i think you, ex- you you describe most people though um i don't know man i really question that because i i genuinely sometimes i look at people and i'm like you're just 
you're, you have concerns. I'm not saying they don't have concerns, mm-hmm. but they're not. I don't think they're thinking about half of the shit that I think about. Well, remember a while back you were like telling me about how some people don't have an internal monologue. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's and insane. yeah, and that surprised you. I think that a lot of folks process these sort of thoughts in different ways, but it's not in the same way that you and I do. You know. Yeah. So it's it's very possible. And you're right. The whole pausing thing, I do that a lot, too. But I usually throw an um or a like or a you know in there, which just gets under my skin with podcasting. When uh, uh, yeah, Archie and I first started doing this, like, uh, there you go. See, now I'm aware of it's it. It's okay. When, uh, <laughs> when we first started doing this, I would go through every episode and I would take out every like, um, and you know. And that's why episodes would take almost two weeks to come out. And I did not understand what the fuck you were doing. I'm like, just <laughs> just release it. Let it go. It, it's real. Why yeah. are you doing this? Well, I never did that with our show. But with GCPD, it was always a but delay because it had to. That. You've yeah. talked about yeah. making tweaks and changes and stuff with our show. And I'm, I'm going, why? Like, unless we have something we really feel like we need to take out, who cares? Right. Well, it's just usually audio issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I had to. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's a whole lot, man. Yeah. That's a, but my I can't say that it's abnormal, really. No, it's you. I have some circumstances that are making it a little bit stronger right now. I would say, but yeah. you know, I'm just a. I'm always thinking. I'm That's always, a good thing. No, I don't. It's not. It's, it's exhausting. I'm, I'm sure fucking, it is. I'm sure it is. But you wouldn't be you unless you were doing this and. I look at where you're at now, and I think about how far you've come, just in, in in general, and different things that you've expressed both personally and on the show. You've achieved a lot. Since I've yeah. known you, you've achieved so much. And this isn't one of those I'm proud of you things, but I am proud of you. <laughs> but yeah. you, you just... You've done so much. You've, you've come around on things that you said that you didn't see any possible way to come back out of. I won't go into detail with that, but you could probably think of three or four right now, top of your head. <laughs> I'm going to dwell on that for fucking <laughs> a month. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to, you're going to message me at midnight. Like, what were you talking about? What, what the fuck, were man? you talking about? <laughs> and you know, it all comes back. Oh, to I'm just sure the my fact. hypocrisy is is scattered all across this show. Well, that's everybody. Look, when we talk as much as we do, we talk yeah. for at least an hour every week. There's gonna be some things that contradict other things, yeah. and this is everybody. People <laughs> with with oh, here I go, old Manning again. With social media being the it's way it is, this is just. We're just the two Muppets. What are those na- their names where they're just yelling at shit? Stat- Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, that's just us. That's us. That's, that's, hey, that's hey, us. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> but yeah, like there's a running tally of every thought we have. There's a, there's a running tally of every opinion we hold. Like, there's no room for evolving because everything 
<laughs> like it or not, for better or worse, everything that we think and we feel, there's some representation of that in one form or another, either audibly mm-hmm. or on Twitter or Facebook or something like that. And going way back to a point that you made before, this is one of those things where I'm I'm tired of holding people 100% accountable for that sort oh, yeah. of thing. Because yeah, I agree. Nobody, nobody is going to be 100% consistent all the time because opinions change. You you grow, you evolve, your opinions just change, man. It, it's it's human nature. And if they I think that we're going to reach that problem. point very soon because we keep holding so many people accountable for stupid shit. Yeah. Like yeah. that are mistakes or or not evolved thinking and then they evolve whatever it may be. Right. Uh, I think that that ha- like culturally has to change. Like when people say something's ignorant, they 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 put too much onus on that word as being negative. Ignorant is literally you're uninformed about a certain yeah. topic. And once yeah. you cure yourself of that ignorance, then you can make an informed decision. But people right. use that word as a weapon. I'm ignorant to plenty of things. Same. And, you Same. know, <laughs> that's life. I don't know everything. I, I I don't want to know everything. That'd be a scary thing to, to just be like 100% omniscient. Omnis- omniscient? Omniscient? Sure. We're omniscient. Go See, omniscient. Yet another thing I don't know. Add that to the list. You don't know how to... Wait, 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 wait. We need to pause for a second. You don't know how to pronounce the word of knowing everything. That's That's pretty fucking great. That's right. That's That's amazing. Yes. (laughs) Omnitent. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. I also don't know why kids love the flavor of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Wait, What? Really? No, that's the ad campaign. I was just fucking oh, around. Okay, I don't. Okay. I I don't remember that ad. So okay. I, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Do you not like cinnamon toast crunch? Well, I love cinnamon well, toast crunch. I get okay. down with cinnamon toast crunch. Look, the cinnamon toast crunch box in my home is not safe. All right, yeah. it's not safe. Watch out. Okay. You know what's you know what's awesome? What's that? Cinnamon toast crunch rice krispie treats. Ooh. That does sound awesome. I'm gonna mm-hmm. Play around with that. Okay. Good variation. Yeah. Just normal recipe, but instead of rice krispie treats, use cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> so, okay. Of our abandoned notes, is there anything that you want to go back and 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 touch on? Well, I mean, it 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 feels weird. Maybe we should do a wall of weird just to to lighten things up. Okay. Okay. Um, um, and oh, I can, note. I can lighten things up immediately by asking you about your new keychain from Cositas El Punto. Okay. That is a great, great thing to bring up. <laughs> um, because they did a great job. I commissioned a keychain from them because, as you remember, on the 100th episode, Brie was like, I want one of those. Like, so I commissioned one uh, for Brie. Are you from the future? Yes. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Shit's about to get really bad. Okay, <laughs> really bad. Uh, so I commissioned one, um, yes. and they were great about little tweaks or changes that I wanted to make or whatever. And uh, I, I, I'm so pleased with it. 
Um, I'm going to see Brie tomorrow, so I'm going to give that to her tomorrow. So. It's adorable. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Follow them on Instagram. They do pop-ups all around Chicago, especially in the Pilsen area. So, yeah, uh, yeah keep an eye out. Cositas al punto. You wanna you wanna get some of this stuff, man. I still love my uh, luchador keychain. Yeah, and I have my sweet chili babies keychain. <laughs> I rock um, it proudly. Yeah, just DM them on Instagram. That's how I reached out to them and right. commissioned this particular one. I'm sure I will commission something else in the future because I was like, oh man, I want this. This is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding them DMs with cash in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And they work with you on payment, every, like, you know, which one to use or whatever. I use PayPal, but because that's just what I'm used to. But, yeah, uh, reach out to them because they make really cool shit. Word. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that one's too heavy. Uh, no. <laughs> we do have things to talk about um, next week. Yeah. Just a preview. We are going to talk about the Last of Us TV show. Whoop. Matt, Matt watching Twin Peaks. Yes. <laughs> Some you know what? Stories. That's good. I'll I'll give a little I'll give a little taste of that because I want to see more of Twin Peaks before yeah. we speak again because there's there's not a lot of Twin Peaks. I feel like I could finish Twin Peaks if I concentrate on that for the, the next original week or Twin so. Peaks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because man, those first episodes were bonkers. Those yeah. first eight were so fucking crazy, man. Yep. That's why I was telling you sit through the first the the finish the first episode and then go from there. Listen, yeah. I watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. I have not seen anything like this show ever. Nope. <laughs> nope. There there is nothing else like Twin Peaks. I mean, even Nothing. just like from a from a lens of watching it in the '90s yep. to now, there is yep. nothing that has existed like Twin Peaks. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Oh my god. Okay. And and David Lynch. Oh my god, man, his okay. voice. His we voice. will we will get to that. Okay. Okay. We're gonna come back to that. <laughs> uh, no, that's a dark story. I'm trying to find a wall a wall of weird that's like. <laughs> Not okay. What about guys? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> all right. We're gonna do this and then we can talk about whatever you're we're, we're gonna bring up. Okay, Wall of Weird Story. This is from Wall BBC. Yes, Wall of Weird Texas ice cream liquor jailed for social media <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, y'all. The I'm video the of Adrian Anderson, 24, was shared on social media last August. Surveillance cameras <laughs> in the shop showed he later took the... Okay. A man in Texas who was filmed <laughs> licking ice cream and putting it back in the freezer in a, in a Walmart supermarket has been jailed for 30 days. Just 30? Sur- surveillance cameras uh, in the shop showed he later took the ice cream back out of the freezer and bought it. Oh, justice. I love it. Okay. Okay. He okay. was given a six-month suspended sentence, 100 hours of unpaid work, which I'm guessing is their um, community service, because this is uh, BBC. Yeah. Um, a $1,000 fine, or 770 euros, and uh, was ordered to pay $1,500 to the ice cream company, which is <laughs> random. That is pretty random. It happened on August 26th in Port Arthur. 
They're, they're specifically – this article is confusing because they're talking about Houston, Texas. Yeah. Um, but they're, this is a BBC article, so they're like about 90 miles, 145 kilometers east you know, of Houston. What, <laughs> like, what bugs me too, they're not even consistent with it because they gave no. you the euro like conversion for right. the $1,000 fine. But for, the, for the, the $1,500 he had to pay to the ice cream company, they're like, you're on your own. Fuck it. You, right, you, just, right. you figure it out. So apparently it was Bluebell ice cream. Okay. Um, and right. because of it, the manufacturers were like, we have to pull all of it. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, it cost even though the guy he he apparently was like hey I bought this um and it says Anderson and his father later returned to the shop to show the officers a receipt of proof that he had bought the tainted ice cream but wow. Bluebell had to replace all of it as a precaution and Bluebell already has like their own shit you know they have to do stuff like this because they've had contamination issues for years with their factories and it yeah hurt their reputation a lot. Yeah, that's unfortunate because my dad, like, he swears by Bluebell. He says that's, like, his favorite ice cream. It was and, my favorite, too, but their negligence, I won't buy them anymore. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. But I remember this whole thing um, from last year, just people going into the grocery store and licking ice cream and putting it back. There yeah. was a girl that did it. Mm-hmm. I, I never saw the video with the guy. But, yeah, there was a girl who did it. And I don't, I'm sure that everybody who took part in this, you know, ice cream challenge or whatever mm-hmm. they didn't buy it so kudos to this guy for actually following through but also fuck you for starting this trend and convincing teens that this is something cool to do as a challenge that sucks that girl they referenced that girl in the article oh and it was a month later that he did this that girl um her video was viewed more than 13 million times jeez man <sighs> and she did not buy the ice cream after no no. Uh, wow. Also in Texas. I did not realize both of these were in Texas. Why are you... This is another... I, I, I won't mess with any more, at least, ones that don't have some sort of protective layer. Yeah. Like the right. plastic inside when you open it, or a little, like Ben & Jerry's, uh, they have the, the wrapper around on top. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't even open it. Um, right. Because I just don't want to deal with any food that can be that easily tampered with. No. Mm-mm. So, yeah. This yeah. guy had to pay a fine and got in trouble. He did have the book thrown at him kind of thing, it seems. I don't know if she got anything done to her. Like, um, The fact is, that they're not mentioning her color, by name. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, she she was a woman of color too. She was okay, and and, yeah. and she was, but she was underage, so that yeah. might be big the big difference. That makes sense, but yeah, I mean, my goodness, I don't, don't think do they that. should name it someone underage unless it's like like the Brock Turner type situation. I don't think mm-hmm. he was underage, but still, like unless it's something that heinous, if yeah. it's something minor, don't name them. You're just gonna ruin their lives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> I'm a broken record tonight with this social media thing. If it weren't for the fact that she did it on the internet, then it'd just be like a, a prank, you know? Right. It's gross though. Don't do shit like that. Don't it's, mess with anyone's food. Don't mess with your friend's food. Don't no, do any of that. Don't. No, no. Even when someone's annoyingly taking photos of their food before they eat to put on Instagram or something, <laughs> don't smash it. That's 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 fucked Ugh, up. No, don't do that. No. Um. Yeah, I would be pissed if someone did something like that to me. Yeah, I, I've always been a like don't fuck with someone's food kind of person. 
Like right. that's just stupid immature bullshit. That's I also go that's bullshit. Like that's that's stupid shit that boys do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boys be doing that. That's boys true. be doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I I do want to dig into this this in more detail hopefully more detail will come out with the next week but did you see this Corey feldman story i did i haven't seen the documentary but i heard I and read yeah unbelievable yeah i mean i i want to see more come out of this like mm-hmm. more about this um charlie sheen is denying it uh but it, it's it's in excruciating detail saying that uh charlie sheen raped um, Corey Haim, not Feldman, but obviously the the two Corys were best friends, and he knew about it because yeah. he told him um, when he was 13, and uh, Charlie Sheen was 18. And based off of stories of how many fucking restraining orders Charlie Sheen has had, and I also was reading further into it that um, Denise Richards said that he had like child pornography and stuff like that Holy when shit. they were when they were split, yeah. and and. That stuff gets ignored because they're like, oh, you're a disgruntled woman, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. So I was reading further into it, and she was saying, like, he is a psycho. Like, he's threatened to kill me, all this and that. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be – I feel like that needs to be a whole episode about Charlie Sheen and and Corey Feldman because, man, Charlie Sheen just – The only reason I bring it up is because I didn't see it trending or anything. Yeah. Like well, I, mean, I added it to the notes, so I'm like, guys, look into this because this is this is like this should a serious be, allegation. This should be a top story right now, and I'm not trying to denounce, um, you know, this vi- like you should be taking all of this stuff seriously, like mm-hmm. voting, all, like there are a lot of serious things going on right now. But Charlie Sheen, if he is if he is one of these abusers in Hollywood raping children, like he's probably still doing it. And even if he's not still doing it, he did it. So, like, if he did it, like, we need to, someone needs to investigate him. Um, and yeah. I just don't, um, yeah, reading it, I was like, oh my god. Well, I think Fuck you're right. I, this, this, this feels like the whole R. Kelly thing, you know, yeah. where people are learning about it so far after the fact. Even, even Bill Cosby, to to an extent, you know, just yeah. folks are learning about it so far after the fact, and you know. Again, with things laid out piece by piece, it all starts to become clearer, like how serious this is. So hopefully, you know, it doesn't get lost in the shuffle of, you know, the the worldwide pandemic concerns, which are, you know, understandable as well. But yeah, let's let's not lose sight of this. Um, We're going to we're going to come back and test this at another point. Uh or touch upon us at another point. Um, and then there's some people saying that we knew this a couple of years ago. Like yeah. this story was already out there. And I'm like, um, well then where the fuck was it? Right. Um, like I've seen that. I've seen a lot of people like questioning Corey Feldman because like, he's not completely stable. I'm like, bitch, if you did abuse your through. entire life, you yeah. wouldn't be stable either. That doesn't mean what he's saying is not true or should be exactly. taken seriously. Exactly. It's like, um, What's her name? It's I don't, trauma. You yes. know, people Rose that go McGowan. through trauma. Like, like I don't this. like Rose McGowan and the way she handles certain things and um, whatever. But like that doesn't mean I don't take her allegations seriously or I don't believe her or whatever. Like, yeah. 
I take what she said seriously. You can do both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can go, this person might not be stable, but also go, okay, but what they're saying is very intense and should be investigated. Um, and now we have since seen uh, Harvey Weinstein found guilty. <laughs> so, like, she was right. Yeah. And telling the truth. She might still be unstable due to other circumstances or the exact trauma that she's talking about, but it doesn't change what happened. So, right. you know. Uh, but, yeah, look into this story and keep an eye on it. We will keep an eye on it. Um, and and I just don't don't be the person who's going, we've known about this for years, or he's lying, or yeah. like they did with um, – I've forgotten their names, but the the two accusers who came out about Michael Jackson. Yeah, like that's shit. That just gets under my skin. Just, uh, just uh, the 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 idea. Watch that documentary. Uh, we didn't. No. No, we weren't able to finish it. It was just too man. It's It's, just yeah. I mean, just this article about what happened with Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman has died, by the way. Like, he died several years ago, so he can't talk about it. But, like, Corey Haim was his best friend. And, wait, am I getting confused? Yes, I am. I'm, yeah. just, I'm getting confused. Yeah. Other way around. Yes, yes. Feldman is alive. Haim died uh, several years back, and Feldman is telling this story. And I believe it was Feldman's ex-wife is, like, confirming that, like, this has been talked about before and everything like that. Um. Yeah, but it's it's re- like it's not easy to read. Um the the Michael Jackson documentary though is that times a billion. Like so many incidents described in excruciating detail. I don't expect people to be able to deal with it. Yeah. But if the- you can, it's a very important thing. Um, you know. Yeah. The, the good thing to come out of this is the fact that we're getting past that stigma that just because, like you said, people um, are a little unbalanced, that they don't have a good recollection of injustices that were done to them. Yes. Like, they deserve justice as well. So And you know, more we'll, men are coming forward. That's incredibly yeah. important because once they get past a certain age, statistically, men... And young men and everything are not as vulnerable, but like when they are children, they are very vulnerable and they face abuse a lot. And sometimes that abuse causes them to harm themselves or harm others. Or, uh, you know, t- there's 20 billion, unfortunately, things that can come out of that. Um, and the more men talk about this abuse, um, the more other men can come forward and deal with it and actually deal with both the systematic abuse of children and you know, people in general, um, as well as just dealing with their feelings. That's, yeah. that's huge. Like this is going to have to be dealt with, you know, even just Googling his name, E news is talking about it. Entertainment weekly people, LA times. So at the very, very least, um, Charlie Sheen's going to have to make yeah. a statement about Well, this. he's denied it. He has made a statement. Okay. He has um, already made a statement about it, denying it, but, He's like, this is categorically untrue and everything like that. Like, you know, he he's made his his like, this is bullshit thing that 
I want to see if I could find it real quick. Okay. But I, I think you're right. We need another week or so to just kind of look into this and then come back to it. I'm so. hoping more... I, I don't want to say I want more accusers come forward because that means that more people have been abused. But yeah. if he's got, I do hope if that is the case that more people can find the courage to come forward. If he's got a history of doing it, then yeah, you know. Well, there. I mean, he's had restraining orders. He's had. I mean, we've seen him be off the rails. Um. So, yeah. Uh, yep. uh, I was trying to see if I could find. Yeah, Sheen Sheen's publicist released a statement. These sick, twisted, and outlandish allegations never occurred. Period. I would urge everyone to consider the source and read what his mother Judy Haim has to say. Wow. Judy Haim has for years asserted that he was not, meaning Corey Haim, was not sexually abused by Sheen. Mm-hmm. I guess the story has been out there. I did not know about it. In a 2017 interview on the Dr. Oz show, she told the host that um, she didn't see one change in character after her son f- uh, in her son after he filmed Lucas. Mm. I would have known if anything was wrong. My kid hid nothing. He was like transparent. He never hid anything. He was gory. <clears throat> he uh, it's out of character. That's number one. When my son was 13, he was not going to go and ask Charlie Sheen to go and sleep with him. Like, what? So we're going to we're gonna look into this a little more <laughs> and formulate some thoughts. Because I don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction on any of this at, yeah. this at this moment. So, yeah, I'm going to look into it. Uh, yeah. Okay, there's more on that background. But, yeah, I, I understand. Like, this this is an ongoing – this just broke today, by the way, when we're recording this. So yeah. this story is breaking, but apparently has also been around for a while. I guess the story before, just briefly looking at it, um, was was saying that they were sleeping together. Oh. Very different thing. Very different. Um. And that was what she was denying, it seems, just based off peripheral reading. But yeah, uh, so that, you know, I said I was going to end on a happier note, but that's on it. I'm I'm fucking pissed. Okay. Yeah, I am too. And I'm allowed to be pissed. Uh, Absolutely. And you guys are allowed to be pissed off. Um, But yeah, like, it's going to be okay, everyone. We're probably not going to die. Probably not. And, uh, everything's probably going to be fine. But well, if shit. not, you know. I just saw some other bad news pop up on my feed as well. Oh, shit, what now? It is, it is not nearly Break on it. the same level as what you were just talking about. It, I just want to preface it with that. Um, E3 may be canceled this year. Because oh, shit. Of, yeah, yeah. Devolver Digital um, just tweeted out, Cancel your E3 flights and hotels. Who's and that? Devolver Digital, uh, that's the group that usually does those batshit crazy like presentations every year. The, they're, they're like pre-recorded and they have, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of just like a spoof of the regular E3, uh, stage performances where the CEO gets up and awkwardly announces games, you know? Um, and they're really funny, but, this is not on brand for them to say something like this uh, through their through their social media platform. So the fact that they're doing that, I don't know if this is. I mean, E three is not till June. That's true. 
I don't know if they should be making a call like that this early. I don't either. But what I'm saying is, is I don't think Devolver Digital would be that uh, reckless to say something like that, knowing that they would, uh, you know, put that thought out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, we're going to see. We're going to see. Word's yeah. official announcement is coming soon, according to Wario64, who's a trusted source as well. So, okay. We're going to keep an eye on this. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. As I mentioned earlier in the show, a lot of things are being canceled. Uh, St. Patrick's Day parades have been canceled. South by Southwest has been canceled, or postponed, I should say, for these events. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff is just being pushed back. Uh, Italy's on lockdown, you know. A lot of stuff going on. Italy. The entire it, nation of Italy is on lockdown. Have you ever seen anything like this in your life, man? Because I haven't. No, absolutely not. And, this is uh, fucking weird. I don't, you know. Is. It's really weird. It's ever really weird. since that fucking peach-faced goon was elected, the whole world has gone to shit. Man. Something, so, something's then. We're in the bad place. This is the bad place. Okay. All right. You and I are going to end this on a positive note. We're going to oh, we're going to both gonna, How are we going to do it? We're go, we're going to both mention something that we're happy about this week. And I've got mine ready. So if you need a moment to think, I can go. You go first. Okay. So my fir- my thing is something that you sent me moments ago. Oh and yeah. That's that the it's official. The WWE ice cream bars, the cookie sandwiches are coming mm-hmm. back. They're going to be in stores this April. Mhm. Including superstars like John Cena, Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, and Macho Man Randy Savage. And you know oh, what? Shit. I don't care who I get because they're all going to taste delicious. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this as well. This Me is too. awesome. Me too. Yeah. So that's my good thing. <laughs> um, I'm. Well, I've got one more midterm and then I have my spring break and I get some time off. Uh,. Tomorrow I get to go see my girlfriend. I'm very excited about that. I haven't that's, seen her in a couple of days. I, that's a I love her. Thing. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing. Spring break Drake. It's that time, y'all. Oh <laughs> shit, y'all. I'm gonna edit a book. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna it stay inside and what? I'm gonna stay inside and try to breathe. Ooh, I got another good thing. Yeah. I put a uh, air purifier in under my desk at work and it's really helping. Oh, really? That's great. Yes, yes. So there's that. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope. (laughs) Jesus. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation this week. We're going to be back next week with another episode full of chicanery. And we promise it's not going to be as emo, or will it? Stay tuned. I hope Find out. We need a break. We've had two in a row. (laughs) Existential crisis up in here. Let's talk about Batman or something. Come on. That's right. We're going to talk about some Batman next week. But for now. Thank you all for listening. Uh, like I said, you can follow us on social media. Uh, check out LexaMatPod.com and also Patreon and also the T-shirt shop because we got some cool designs there for y'all. Uh, yeah, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other, everyone. Yes. We need that right now. Bye. The end. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> was it because we recorded earlier? Is that why we were so. <laughs> I thought I was going to be much funnier. 
recording earlier, I was like, oh shit, I have more energy, I'm gonna be up all in it, and then I'm like, you know, am I a bad person? 